Blog Talk Radio. And this is our wondrous world with Helena Steiner Hornstein. Welcome to my show. And if you have any questions regarding your communication <laughs> situation, call me up. There's a number for that 657 383 Again, 657 383-0806, and that is the United States. And to call the United States from the world, if you will do make that little call, is 001. Okay, great to be back. And you know, uh, just this title is very fitting for me because this is how I keep in touch with you, my community. And I haven't been in touch with you for a long time. It's now end of the summer, and uh, I haven't made much of a difference. I'm still in the United States, but I'm leaving just like tomorrow. I'm going back to Europe now. And now this is the end of August, August 25 tomorrow. So that will answer a few of the emails I have received. When are you going to see us in Europe? We need you here, and I'd love to hear from you. So I'm on my way. And keep in touch through the email. And a good email address is Dr. Helena Info, D-R, Helena, my first name, Info, short for information, at yahoo.com. I also have activeail at gmail.com. But as some of you have noticed, I don't answer those. And it's not that I don't answer. I don't get them. Can you believe it? I don't get them. So um, I, um, I'm i here. I just looked at the switchboard. You know, I just arrived. I just now sat down, and I'm not sure I have put everything in order but I think so. And if you hear me well, that's fine. If you don't hear me well uh, and barely can hear me, let me know uh, through this number I just gave you. So the theme today is how to communicate. And everything is communication out there. I work with people every day. And when it comes to couples, there is a lack in communication. And have men who come to me and they can't believe why their wives suddenly want to leave them. They thought they had a pretty good life. And I said, what was the life? Well, you know, my wife was home with the kids and I did my work and I brought, I brought home the money and we were, you know, agreeing on everything. And I thought everything was fine and we had sex at times when I wasn't too tired. And... I thought everything was great. And I hear from the wife, we never talked. There was so much I wanted to share with him when he came home. I was tired, of course, I needed someone to talk to. And he never kind of said much. He just sat down, had his dinner, and watched TV, and went to bed, and never asked me, when you're coming to bed, or what happened today, or all this was gone. So... And you men out there who listen to this, is this maybe how you are doing it? I've been married. I know how it is. And I know the last one was really we didn't communicate properly. And I see it so well now. Well, yeah, we talked. But, you know, he seemed to want to talk more to the guys. To me, so I was talking more to my girlfriends than to him. And the years just went by, and we had good times, of course. And we had a very, very social life, and you know when you're social, you don't get the time to talk much. So communication is really the best uh, in, in all directions, not only in partnerships, but in any situation. And um, I remember in Spain, that was a couple of summers ago, and I was there, and I had uh, a rental car. And I stayed at this particular hotel, and I was about to drive back to the airport. And I'd been out driving, and I came back to the hotel. There was no parking anywhere, and there was no valet parking. I was just coming in to pick up a suitcase. 
That was all. And there was this side street on the side of the hotel with absolutely no cars, absolutely empty and very close to the entrance. And, of course, I parked there. I come out like less than five minutes, probably three minutes, three and a half minutes later, and my car is gone. I was, you know, I I can't believe it, what happened. I locked it, all should have been fine. It takes a while to steal a car. And I see that little label on the ground where the, you know, towing service told me where to pick up my car. And I look around, and there was a man standing close by. And I said, what happened? Oh, yeah, your car, you you were parked in the wrong spot. I said, where where are the signs? I don't see anything. Well, in Spain, it's a different matter. You know, in tourist resorts around the Mediterranean, they have different rules. They, They need the money. They take the money from tourists. And they figured here they work together, maybe also with the police. Uh, and they just look out for cars that they can tow away and that you really shouldn't take away, but they do, and then you have to pick it up and pay a lot of money and probably even a fine because the police, the local police, likes to have his share. Okay. And I knew this was the case. So anyway, I had to take a cab to this darn place and arrive there, and... I had the cash, which I knew they wanted to have, and uh, I uh, stepped into the office, and, you know, the guys who were there didn't speak English. Spanish is the language I don't like to talk much. I speak several other languages, and I tried German, I tried French or English. No, it didn't work. I even tried Swedish, <laughs> but nothing worked. And... Um, then I found someone in a room next door who could speak a little English. And I was by that really fuming. And I was going to give them what I really thought. Then I thought, ah, I don't speak the language well enough to kind of show off too much. I don't, I will not find the right punches. How do I do this? How do I communicate with this guy? You know, communication is between two people. So it's not only me to stand and talk. How do I get the response back? And I thought, well, I get my old trick out. When I had a flat tire, I was just, and I was driving, I just took my time, put on good makeup, high heels, and stood there by the car. And I had all people stopping. And now, you know, I I put the on, and you who know, know me, you know, I have a wonderful smile, and I'm a great, nice person. And I put my charms on. And, you know, they looked at me and said, well, maybe this is not one of those regular bosses, tourists. And they started to try to listen to my point of view. And I made myself understood with a collection of languages that they seemed to know a couple of words of. And they understood me. And they decided to waive all charges. And I got my car and got back to my flight all in time. So it worked. And I was in a good mood. So it was not that I had a stroke. (laughs) I think that's trying to argue with people who really wanted it their way. Because why did it work? I communicated with them their way, the way they understood and that is the thing. When you communicate with people, don't try to be bossy and tell them, you know, what they have done wrong or what you don't understand. The number one point in your communication skill is to stop all pointing fingers. Oh, you did that and you did wrong. Of course they did wrong and you know it, but don't remind them. And don't kind of put any guilt on them or on you, and don't blame them for anything. Wrongdoing doesn't feel any better if we blame each other for it. And I know we do that. I blame myself for, you know, doing a lot of wrong things. And I had an incident this morning, and I'm going to tell you that, where I really blame myself to waste both time and money with that. 
and uh, I will tell you in a while. But um, just this about being able to communicate. And in business, now ladies and gentlemen, particularly the ladies in business, you must understand that this civilization and the business we have going in this civilization was founded by males, by men, and the way men think. They have a different playbook from us. We think differently as women. And that's why we have not succeeded before in many ways, because we didn't know how to communicate ourselves. We didn't understand how to be us, how to be me, how to be a woman. I learned that very early on, you know, when I was in business and I went to those classes about sales technique and everything, how to deal with client, clients and how to make a presentation. And you had this guy, you know, big and bossy and nicely dressed in a beautiful suit coming, running into the station. Wow, here, nice to see you. They were out with his arms and acting like one of those star men. I tried to do that once and was a total disaster. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe in myself. It did not work. So that is the thing. Be yourself. And, you know, we women have spiritual intelligence and emotional intelligence. Men have the logical intelligence. Totally different ends of the stick. They want things, they do things, they think things in a different way. We do it this way. And as you have heard now, out there in the world, the new brain is your heart. We actually think through our heart. We can make everything nicer and easier with our heart, with our emotional, our spiritual intelligence. So ladies, remember that. Just like I was with these guys uh, with the parking situation. I just took another thing. If I'd been a guy, and I know, I remember a thing in London, and that was the same thing. It wasn't involving me. I was with my uh, boyfriend who was uh, a, a diplomat, actually, on his way to become an ambassador. And he had a different take on things. But the, we had parked somewhere to go to particularly restaurant and uh, we uh, were uh, we had parked in an empty street it seemed, seemed like really perfect parking we didn't see any signs so at least no obvious signs and when we parked there was another car that parked right behind us and we all went to to our restaurants that were like close by and then we came back and the cars they were really gone how do you act? And uh, the guy, the other guy, my boyfriend, he said, well, we, maybe we parked wrong. And said, well, maybe you we have to call a number or something. But there happened to be a policeman close by. And uh, he was with another one, actually. So they were on patrol. They belong to this situation. And... Uh, then uh, the man that he said, my car is gone. And they said, well, you see this sign down there. You cannot park here. And he said, well, you should have had a sign here. And he was so aggressive. And then they, he said, you stole my car. The police stole my car. And I'm going to sue you. And went into all this fighting. And they actually did sue them. And I had by that time gone back to Sweden on vacation. And he actually called me in Sweden and said, come over and witness. And the police say I was rude, and I wasn't rude at all. I was upset. And I said, well, sorry, I'm not going to leave everything here to go and witness in your case. Uh, as my boyfriend. And uh, my boyfriend went, but he, he had a different take on it. And this was he had communication skills. So he had looked at the whole situation in a different way. So what I'm saying is, 
don't get upset that easily. I know I'm to blame for that also because I tend to get irritated and upset with things very quickly and they last like 45 seconds and then it's gone. But I need to get that out. I'm getting better with that. But don't do it in front of anyone. Be alone. Scream it out in the car. Wow! And I do that. So um, that was uh, uh, something. So anyway, and I was going to tell you about how I blame myself for a thing this morning. Last night I was out somewhere and I filled up my I needed to fill, I was really empty. So I did fill up my car and I was in, in a rush and I got to to, to gas station where I'd never been before, somewhere far away from where I live. And um, in the rush, I forgot my cap because the chain had kind of broken. So I just, to be safe, I just put it up on top of the pump. And left in the and forgot that darn cap. And then I couldn't remember what station it was and have no time to go pick it up. And I don't want it to have that kind of situation. So I had to go and get a new cap for my gas tank somewhere this morning. And uh, I didn't really have all that time to do that. But I blame myself. You know, why did I that do that? And why did I not pay attention? And why am I always in such a rush? And that kind of eats on you. You can't do that. So I'm saying that I I have um, why I can tell you lots of things because I've been there. <laughs> That's my expertise. I have been there. I know how to how people react and and don't react. So in in the communication uh, um, situation start to communicate. Now, men and women are totally different. Totally, as we just said. A man in a relationship, he likes it. He likes to just feel good. And I always say out there, and men agree, women feel, oh, she's kind of sexy. No, I'm not. I'm just very observant. And I've seen it. Men are basically interested in three things. Sex, food, and I say money, but that could be hobby or whatever he's doing, you know, his thing. Those three things. And he really he's good at that. And that's why we have so many expert, experts among the men, because they can focus on that third thing. So we women, we want to get into detail. So when we want to talk to our men, we want to talk more. And that makes men very tired of everything. Men are... They are simple. We women are more complicated. And I mean that in a nice way. We are multitasking every moment of the day somehow. They are not. And I suppose we women have learned very early. You don't talk to the man when he's focusing on something. You can talk to a woman usually because she hears you, but he doesn't have a clue what you're saying when he's focusing. And then you're blaming for not listening to you. And it's just we're so different. So there we are. We are lovely beings. And I'm going to answer a few questions. And I'm going to do my my usual meditation in a little while. Uh, because so many people write me and said, we really like your meditation. Why do you have it at the end? <laughs> yes, so you don't have to listen to the the good wisdom in between. But um, uh, how should I? Let's see here. I have these. I have copied a few here, and um, I just oh, okay. Well, that's I just wanted to wanted to know if you do long distance healing. And how much does it cost? Do you do I have to travel to any particular place? I do long distance. This is what I do nowadays. I don't like to travel. I go to Palm Beach. I go to Fort Lauderdale, Miami. But otherwise, because it's 
like in Florida. But otherwise, I don't do private consultations uh, anymore, you know, in person. I do it in Europe uh, just so they get to see me again. They really like this. But it works just as well. Remember, we are energy. Your problem is energy. And I see this just as well, actually even better when you are on Skype or over the telephone. Even telephone seems to work better than anything else. Why? Because telephone uh, picks up on energies, not on any image. When you sit in front of me, I get stuck how I feel, maybe. And then I have to drink water, and maybe I have to do that in an elegant way or something, and not like through a straw, which I do when I have a radio show. And uh, and then I might look at what you're wearing, and sometimes your clothes are interfering with you know what I'm seeing internally and externally. If you have something very black on you, and particularly if you have big pattern on that black. It it kind of bothers me. I see you less than if I have you on the phone and I just hear your voice and can kind of put put my focus on your energy. And that's very good to know because it's easy for you and easy for everyone. Yes, it really is. So uh, and the prices are according to where you live and the cost of living in the country. So uh, I had someone in Brazil who said, well, I could possibly afford a couple of hundred dollars. And I said, well, not where you live. You know, you live in a little village, and you are a local in that village. We will see what fits in with your budget and what your cost of living is. So that way, it's very hard to say my my price is, but for one big country, it's all the same, of course. So, uh, and I don't say this much openly because you really have to find out what I'm doing first. And it's so, so big. You know, we go into so many levels because I'm a medium. I see, you know, those who pass away. I see past lifetimes. I see, you know, your blockages in your body. And I see as a medical into your organs. So this is not just one thing. This is the whole package. Plus you get my my directness and my my sense of intuition, what is right and wrong. And for business people, this is, you know, pretty good. And I've had several business uh, officers, you know, uh, of, of the management side who have come to me and very much have improved their status within their business. So it's good. What is it we are doing? And what is you have to do in, in this communication? You have to be the one you are. Back to that. And develop your own communication skill, which might be your smile, your sense of humor, your intelligence, or even your lack of intelligence. You know, Whatever is you, and that is, I would think, the number one thing, how to communicate, to feel safe within you and don't kind of get to the main point and focus on that main point. And don't hesitate. If you have a marriage that needs to be spruced up, date, go out on a date or just stay home if you don't have kids around. With the children around, it's very, very hard. They will disturb you. But if you can just have a romantic dinner together and just without putting any blame on anyone, just saying, well, you know, I miss, I miss our communication the way it used to be. Sometimes people find this embarrassing to just talk out to their spouse. And here you sleep together every night and still you feel you cannot communicate on this emotional level. And remember, girls, men are not as 
emotionally bright as you are. So they are a little bit clumsy how to handle, you know, your emotions. They just don't get it. But if you can see the sense of humor between man and woman, you can have such a good relationship. You really can. And if you laugh at each other, not well, laugh with each other, not at, but not that mean kind of laugh, oh, laughing at someone because I'm now trying to demean you and what you have and what you don't have. No. It's important that your laughter is of the right kind. And you can hear that too when someone laughs from her or his heart. So, yes. And um, then uh, I get someone from Dagmar in Germany. Huh. And she says, I'm 52 years old and I still have uh, problems to figure out what is free will. What does it mean? Free will is something God-given. We have that. And when we came to this earth, or born into this world, we have choices. We were given the right to choose. Is that political? Well, maybe it is. But we were given the right to choose. We were given the right of choice. And that meant that we are supposed to use that. And what about the karma, someone said. And I said, screw the karma. And I mean that. (laughs) Excuse the language. But some people get so involved in this. Oh, that's my karma to suffer. Or it's my karma to be poor. It's not. It was something like a thorn in your energy and you're meant to work it away. You get that? You were not meant to walk around and feel you cannot make choices because you have this karma. Yeah, there is a karma out there. So what? Get over it. And decide what you really want. That is the free will. You decide where you want to go with your free will. And of course, you want to be happy. You want to have relationships. And you can. You have the free will in your relationship at work or at home. How do you want it to be? Pick a way. Do you want it to continue in a way where you're not quite happy? Or do you want to have a better relationship all around you? Uh Aha, now we are going back to I am, to me. Some people don't like it when I say, oh yes, you always blame me. I had a woman who was so mad at me for everything I said. And uh, this was a twin. And uh, she got, you know, she was really against everything. Oh, you're doing the criticizing. I said, no, but it goes back to you, to me, how we look at things and how we choose to be today. Why do you make it so hard on yourself? Oh, yes, my husband did this and he said that. Now get over it. What do you want? Do you want to walk around and point finger at everyone? Or do you want to move on happily with your life? Choose. Pick one. How do you communicate? Not only with others, but how do you communicate with yourself? That's a heck of a statement. How do you communicate with yourself? Are you walking around feeling critical? Are you walking around feeling Guilty. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, I should have done that. I wish I had given him all those good meals before he died. You know, I heard this very much, particularly in Germany, where people seem to have a guilt complex. I'm sorry, but I've noticed that a lot. Maybe not among the younger ones, but among the older ones. They, they have this burden of what happened, you know, during the wars, uh, and they, they kind of 
walk around and feel the guilt when they meet someone like myself from a different country. So, communication is what you have to do. Communicate with your higher self, meaning your heart, through your heart. What makes you happy? What makes you happy with your husband? Can you, or your wife, can you recreate those moments a little bit, slowly? Oh, I don't know if I want to. Well, then, take it or leave it. So if you want to have success out there, start with yourself. And if you're a woman, don't try to blame yourself for not being able to work like the men do. You're not a man. You do things differently. Start to develop your own skills, your own ways. I grew up as a dyslexic child, and I had to find ways for everything to be able to do certain things. Even such a thing if I was learning karate or self-defense, and the teacher said, do it this way, and I copied and somehow I managed to get him down on the mat. He said, you must be dyslexic. And I said, yes, because I just took what he taught me, but I made it my own way, and somehow that worked. We have a different kind of wired brain. Use your brain. If it's a brain geared to your heart, do that. Use that heart of yours. It will make you happy, make you happier and healthier also. So this is many times the reason why people are not feeling well. They are not standing up for for who they are. So um, that is free will. So free will is just to exchange ideas. But not everyone exchanges ideas the way you want to, not in their words, but in their hearts and actions. And a man in a marriage, and you are a stay-at-home mom, for instance, which I still see, but not everywhere, but we have many different cultures in this, so some of you do. But if you now both work, for instance, first, because the woman is the woman, doesn't mean that she is she has first right to clean the kitchen or something. Anyone can do that or help out. So start to find out what the roles are in your home. Communicate with that and see what you can do about it. So communication about everything. Communication doesn't mean you suddenly burst out in accusations. Many believe that, and it has turned to being that way. Well, someone would tell you, well, you have to communicate. Let him know how you feel, and you go, go and just burst out how you feel. And it doesn't always work that well. So you might have to be a little bit more diplomatic and go about it. But the whole idea is what you want, what you wish for. And now you make a choice how you would like it to be. And then you communicate a little bit more. I remember when I was newly wed uh, with my American husband. And he liked to kind of potter around. And we had this tremendous, you know, 100-foot yacht. And he actually liked, you know, on boats. And it's a really fine, beautiful yacht. Big, big thing. And he liked to pot around with paint, uh, you know, to touch up here and there that in a way that only he could do, he felt. And then he left those those buckets or those cans of paint all over this beautiful yacht. And instead of kind of nagging him about this, I just said, where do you keep your paint? I thought I put them back for you. I said, oh, no, you don't have to do that. And that was all that it took. And that was evidently, and he thought that was hilarious, the way, because he'd been married a few times before, and they had been nagging, oh, why do you do this? But I was in love and everything at the time, so I just 
couldn't be bothered with that. Just said, well, where do you keep them? It's not a big deal. And he didn't want to kind of seem like a fool, so uh, so he, he just cooperated. So that is, uh, uh, you know, it's a mean of connection between people. And you have choices how to do that. So it's a choice you can choose between different and possible courses of action. And with that, of course, comes certain kind of responsibility. Whatever you do and say, you have to stand for it. But praise will take you further than all the other judgments because that is just on its way down for you. So um, I'll see what other questions we had here. There was another one that I got, and I didn't really know the answer to that. Unfortunately, see my picture, oh, there it goes again. So, um, see if there is, yeah. Well, how do I talk to animals? I know you understand animals a lot. And I would say, number one, listen. Animals send your message uh, messages telepathically and just listen, begin to tune in. One of those key words for a higher awareness when you are spiritual and you start to open up to everything around you, you become more aware of everything. You can even hear nature talking to you, and I mean that. You can hear a tree talking to you if you start to hurt the tree. At least I do. But, of course, I'm not normal. I know that. <laughs> so, But you can. We can all train ourselves to that. And with the animals, it comes through so crystal clear sometimes how the animals... They, I, I've gone to people's houses and animals have run up to me and said, I'm so thirsty, I'm so thirsty. And I told the people, you know, when did you give your cat some water? Or when did you give your, your, your dog water? Oh, he always has his bowl. And I said, go and check on it. And then they find, oh, somehow it, it it's empty. I said, yes, he told me so. And, of course, no one quite believed it. But they get those messages through, particularly when it comes to some kind of need, the wants and the don't wants. That's really what they communicate the most through, you know, like words. And don't underestimate your animals again. You talk to your small kids, you know, two, three-year-olds, like sometimes they're adults. Your dog is about the same in general. And as I wrote in my book, you know, I really want everyone to read that book. It's coming out in Swedish now, by the way. And... um, I hope it will be there for Christmas. So everyone in Sweden, you have my book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality, Understanding the Law of Togetherness, coming out in Swedish, and it's going to be called The Vita Ljuset, and Verklighet utan gränser. Isn't that wonderful? A reality of no limits. And it talks about animals a lot there, too. And it talks about angels. And it talks about spirit, heaps of it, and how you can connect with spirit in many ways, and how you now come up to this higher awareness where you can communicate with nature, with animals, and you will have a much, much richer and more exciting life. Don't listen to the doubt out there. There's so much doubt, and particularly for so many of you who go to doctors. And I don't, I'm not against doctors, and there are times we really, really need doctors. I know that myself because I have a problem with my heart, and I've had that for such a long time, like since I was in my 20s when it was discovered, I think. And then it has controlled my life, but I'm controlling it. 
so I know, but all those times, doctor, you have to take these and these medications. But I'm looking at the side effects and say, well, that's dangerous. <laughs> and do my own thing, and I have been able to cope. But, you know, emergency medicine is there for us. And think about all those wonderful surgeries that you can do. And it seems to be very popular or in in the happenings right now that people change their gender, they change their sex. And, yeah, why not? And be sure what you do, and then why not? And it's happening there too. But be happy about it, and don't blame yourself, and don't have this guilt about it. Just feel that you are still, you are the same. You are still the one, you are still you within you. Everything else outside, you know, of you inside, everything on the outside is cosmetic. And that goes for everyone. And I think when we're just, the original us is I am the light energy within you. And that is the one we are meant to communicate with. And if you put yourself in the light, often and all the time, you will see you will have a wonderful life. It will be a good life. So we were going to do the meditation, but all meditations for me are not always real meditations. They are uh, a process. And we are going through your subconscious mind and taking away blockages. A meditation normally is just a, a mode of, a way to relax. And it's a form of relaxation for the so-called meditations I do. They are processes. They are healing processes. And they work because they go right into you into that core that stops you. And how do we do that? Through the white light. And who is the white light? That spirit. That's the God energy. Okay. You begin to relax now. And you sit comfortably. And kind of stretch your body, your arms, your neck, and... Sometimes when you kind of raise your elbow, you you kind of stretch your whole side of your back, and that does a lot of good. And you take another deep breath. And you know that within you, there is a place that knows all and sees all. And that place is called I Am, the light. This is your truth. The light shines within you at all times. At all times, day and night, do you have this light working for you. It listens to your wishes. It may listen to your problems too, so don't fill your mind with problems. So now you relax and relax. And I always use the kind permission, Stephen Halpern's beautiful angel music, innerpeacemusic.com. Thank you all who are here. If you want to reach me, go to my website, speakingtoyourheart.com, or write me, Dr. Helena, info at yahoo.com. And now you can relax peacefully and well. And finally, we're coming to this moment of healing and relaxation. You are so relaxed now. So very, very relaxed. And you imagine yourself far, far away in a place. It's an island way up in the South Pacific. And it's so nice. It's dark. It's actually nighttime. And you feel so relaxed and so in tune with all that is. 
And you feel that in your chest area there is a place, a place that shines. And that place is your light. This is your light. This is your capital. And you kind of feel that light. And you love that light. It's like you have a big, shiny source of love within you. And you walk around on the beach of your island. You look up and the sky and you see the stars twinkling and shining. And you feel so at ease and so relaxed. So relaxed and safe. And you look up and see the stars. Love your stars up in the sky because you know these same stars are reproduced within you. Are your stars belonging to your universe? And each little star represents an idea. A wish. And now you take those wishes. You take one wish or two wishes. You choose. And this, but you focus on one wish. Feel that wish is close to you. It's like it's sitting on a plate in the air in front of you. And it's floating. And all you have to do is to take it. You relax the more and the more. Look around and you see the ocean waves and you feel how the ocean waves are rolling in over your bare feet. You look way out over the horizon. Stars are dipping all the way down into the ocean at the horizon. The beautiful silvery picture and you are so relaxed. So very, very relaxed. I The light shines within me. The right to wish and to choose according to my heart. I love my life. And I'm meant to be happy and well. And you walk and love. And you step out towards the waves. And that, that floating dish where you wish is kind of floating around you. Still there. And you see it. And it makes you comfortable that it's there staying with you. And now suddenly you stop. And you step back onto the sand. And you can feel how the sand is still warm from the sun earlier in the day. And now suddenly, you look up in the sky and you see one of your stars. And this star lives within you too. And this star is beginning to glow and grow. You feel the presence of that star. You see it in the sky and you feel it in you. How it expands your chest and starts to create a feeling of love and light within you. It feels so good. So very, very good. 
And now this star is sending down a big ray of light all across the sky and down upon you. You are so light is now hit your shoulders, the top of your head, and it's entering your body. It enters in through your brain cells, and now it expands into your heart. And through the many dimensions, the energy dimensions of your being, The light is yours and now goes through you all the way down into your relationship chakra, the energy center that controls your relationships, your relationship with the universe, which includes your relationship with others and relationship with your and suddenly give thanks. Give thanks for what you have and what you can do with what you have. You stretch your shoulders and you just start to have this wish appearing before you and you grab that with your hands and you hold it to your heart and you feel it's yours and now you give it a push and send it up to the universe woof and tell the universe tell the light God everyone to install it into you and make it a true fact and turn it into a truth. And now you're so happy, my God. Yes, it worked. It worked. Yes, I have it. I have it. And that is the way you can communicate with your higher self, asking for your wishes to come true and make that choice of you or yours into a truth. We can do it because we have the possibilities. We were created with incredible possibilities. Incredible, incredible possibilities. I am of the light. You feel it and you know it. Yes. I am a spiritual being. I can and I will. I can I will have this lifetime. And now we begin to come back to here and now. But you don't open your eyes yet. Your eyes are still closed. You open them when I have counted to seven. Seven being the magic. And in the countdown, I kind of go through each chakra of yours and clear it. Number one, you feel safe. And yes, you feel safe. I get good response right now. Now, making a relationship with the universe. And everything and everyone else through the light. To connect with the universe. Just through your intention. Now I do. Now it's done. You don't need any proud, big procedure. It's your intention, your wish. 
I want to be connected. There you go. Don't put any in and adopt. Of course, it works. That was your intention. That's very, very strong. Your power, the power of your intention. Number one, two, three, four. You love the light. And the light is shining within you right now. It's activated. Now connected. One, two, three, four, five. You trust. You trust yourself. And you just know the hope you had is a fact. The hope is the truth. That's what you have. You make it come true. One, two, three, four, five. And now, six. You are safe. Again, you're safe and open to an open mind. And open to freedom. You are free. You can do what you want to do with your life. And now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Slowly, slowly open your eyes and come back to the here and now. Yes. You are a spiritual being living a human experience. Remember that, ladies. You have the spiritual intelligence. You have your emotional intelligence. You have the feeling. Begin to trust your feelings. And you know, so many times you had the feeling and you didn't follow up. And you think, you have thought, oh, I should have, I should have followed my feelings. Intuition is coming into the business world big time now. And men have it, of course. And it's a matter of just opening up. When I say men don't have it, of course they have it. They just have more of a logic of mind. And uh, they kind of work a lot out of the logic. That's why they make all this point one, point two, point three points of ways of reaching everything. To reach spirit, there is no way. It's just a direct connection, which is your intention now. This is what I wish for. This is what I'm going to do. And used to be very much impassioned at one point. It's all the power of my intention. Yes, intention is everything. And it carries through the lifetimes. It actually does. And that's why you have these urges in you. Oh, I have to do this. Like me. I'm in a career I never even knew existed. So if, you know, some mean radio host have called, just said, oh, she has decided she's a healer. That's what she calls herself. No, you're wrong, Charlie Brown. No, I didn't know what it was. That's what other people have called me. And I asked, what is that? Now, of course, this is what they blame me for being. And I love it. And that was the urge I had in me from past lifetimes. So we have that urge from past lifetimes still existing within us. And again, this is Helena Steiner Hornstein talking to you through a wondrous world. And I thank you so much for listening to me. And God willing, I'll be back with you. And I thank you so very much for listening to me all these many, many years. And if you want to listen to the archives, of course, you can go to blogtalkradio.com if you can find me among those thousands of radio hosts. Or if you go directly to my website, www.speakingtoyourheart.com. It's also called Activale, with a C, Activale.com. And thank you, Stephen Halpin, for your background music, as always. Thank you. Goodbye.